Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 74, coming to you live from Z's Fish House in Loudoun. Woohoo! Oh, Nathu, good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Hey, good morning, Ed. Good morning. Great. Stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. Here he comes. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. And then? And then the research department came in and said, quit doing that. <laughs> so, good morning, good morning. Sunbeams will shoot sound through the morning. Good morning to you and you. Well, good morning, Ed. Hey, nobody. I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, actually. Uh, it is the Ed and Bob Show, ladies and gentlemen. He's Ed. I'm Bob. We're glad you're here. And um, doggone it. We're just tickled to death to be here because this is fun. Where do you usually, do you ever listen to the shows once they air? Oh, uh, yeah, periodically. Where are you usually? In the car? Are you walking yeah, around the car? No, no walking. <laughs> no walking for you? No walking yet, but I, no, normally in the car. I tend or to at home. walk around the block and I'll, I'll hit yeah. it on Apple Podcasts yeah. and listen to it and I go, hey, that wasn't bad. Not bad at all. Well, I, I was actually shocked. We're getting good results. I was kind of entertained. We were. Yeah, I sent you the. the Analytics, and it's kind of crazy where all these people are listening from, which our biggest listening audience, Murfreesboro. That makes no sense. Well, do you know anybody there? It, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Is, are there some and, Brantleys there? No, it's not the Brantleys, but you know Agnes Striegel. Yeah, her family lives there. Well, they're all listening, and they're all the kids, and they and they listen because of her and because of listening about Knoxville and. And she's always talking about Ed and Bob. She's I'm always you what, talking about it. Murphy, so, we, I, you and you know, we're probably have to go down there and <laughs> you know do our show live in there. So let's get this thing started. Tell right. everybody what's coming up in the next half hour. All right, coming up, we're going to do our questions of the days. Also, our topic today: Confucius says, hmm. "Was that a real person?" And if it was, bless his heart. <laughs> and so we've got a lot of things coming up. Look forward to it. Let's get into some news. What do you got? Oh, you're not going to believe this. New York City's Commission on Human Rights announced that residents could face up to $250,000 in fines hmm. if they use terms such as illegal alien. Oh, you're kidding me. No. If your intent isn't that a legal term? I don't know. If your intent is to demean, humiliate, or harass a person and use the term illegal alien, you could be fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars in New York City. Who makes rules like this up? Who who makes this crap up? I don't what, know. What kind of, what kind of world are we turning into? Are we so afraid of hurting people's feelings? I guess. I get my feelings hurt every day. I just turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I bear it and say, kiss it! Mm-hmm. But I, I really, I can't use the term illegal alien. Not in New York City. In New York City. Yeah, well, you can use it. You can talk. <laughs> no, I pay for it. <laughs> you can use it if you're talking about uh, space people. But you can't use it if you're talking about someone that you intend to demean, humiliate, or harass. What if I say, you lousy illegal alien, 
quit taking my money. Are you from Are you from Mars? Can I can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Isn't that amazing? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. The you know we the government tries to make up so many rules for people to control people and control our habits and yeah. tell us what we can do and can't do. Yeah. Let's just stick with the laws that actually matter. Yeah. Not telling us how to behave in the sense of what what words you can't can and can't say. Isn't the First Amendment come in there somewhere? I would think so, but not in New York. It doesn't. So I mean, you can't you can't buy a soda in New York a certain size. That's you know. nuts. I know. It's nuts, isn't it? I wouldn't want to live there. No. You know, I wouldn't, no. wouldn't want to live there. What else you got? All right. Uh, this Princeton grad, he got the maximum sentence of killing his hedge fund father. There was a lot of talk about that. It's been in the national news and all that. But uh, he tried to say he was insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, he <laughs> well, if you kill somebody, you might be. Yeah. Just saying. He said the defendant. He said I'm the defendant, and the defendant expresses remorse. So anyway, he uh, killed his daddy. That's terrible. How many years is the maximum sentence for killing somebody these days? I mean, other than being executed, I guess. Well, not New is York. It just you life. No, you can't. No parole. Yeah, or something? New York would be. Yeah, that's right. They don't execute anybody. No, they don't. No. Okay. So, you know. No eye for an eye. No eye eye for an eye. Tooth for tooth. You got time for another one? uh, One more. Yeah, go ahead. A Virginia doctor could face life in prison for prescribing hundreds of thousands of opiates. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm almost there with him because... uh, because, um, I mean, I'm not with him. I mean, I'm there with it because um, how many lives did he ruin? This guy is 36 years old. He's a father of five. He was arrested at his Southern Virginia practice a couple of years ago, Joel's, Joel Smothers. Mm-hmm. Now, in May, he was found guilty of more than 800 counts of illegally prescribing drugs, including oxycodone, oxymorphine that killed a West Virginia woman. Mm, that's was, what I'm talking about right yeah, there. He could be sentenced. To, he was sentenced to 20 years. But also, he was he was sending these drugs to Tennessee, Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. See, that goes against the oath every doctor takes. Mm-hmm. You know, he's supposed to try to cure and help people, not try to get them addicted. So I have yeah. no I have no sympathy for him. No. Well, yeah, yeah, one of the people in court, and how many times have you heard this? I went and got medication without, I mean, without any kind of physical exam or bringing medical records, mm-hmm. anything like that. A woman mm-hmm. who said she became addicted after getting pills from him in court. So well, anyway. But you're not supposed to be able to be um, get a, a prescription for any kind of narcotics mm-hmm. without an examination. Mm-hmm. Am I right? That's right. So, but and for I, some reason to do it, yeah. Well. He he worked out of a small city of Martinsville. How many? How many did you say he prescribed? Did you say how many uh, prescriptions yeah, he wrote? I did. Yeah, I, yeah. Eight hundred counts of illegally prescribing drugs. Now that's eight hundred that they contributed to him, right. but he's much more than that. Uh, he made more than seven hundred thousand dollars from his patients in the two years that he was doing this. All about money. Yeah, all that money, and uh, and they went out and sold that to other people. Of course they did. He once met a patient at Starbucks. And for $300, gave her a prescription for fentanyl, which is a pain reliever mm. of 100 times mm. more important than Good morphine. Grief. Now, he worked out of the city of Martinsville, which, is, which had the nation's third highest number of opiate pills per capita. Yeah, because he was riding them. Between 2006 and 2012. Now, why in, in six years, why could nobody notice that? Hello? Uh, and listen, it's all about money. Money is money. That money trickles up. 
and somebody's covering his butt. I guarantee you somebody else was covering him, and the money was trickling up. And the manufacturers probably were. Opiates have killed 400, listen to this, 400,000 people over the last 20 years. Yeah, I saw where, um, what's that pharma company uh, bankrupt, or they went bankrupt. Pharma. Pharma. Yeah, pharma to protect yeah. themselves, yeah. basically. But That's they wanted they wanted protection for their family, but the Stackler family or something yeah, it, like that. Yeah, it's privately owned. Wanted, wanted the protections for their family. They didn't, they didn't want to lose their $85 billion. <laughs> God. <laughs> what is wrong with this world? Oh, Lord. Money controls everything. Just about politics, drugs, everything. Radio, yeah, everything. I mean, it does. <laughs> well, you, or TV, you turn on the TV, every it's other ad's about a, uh, some kind of drug. That's true. All right, let's move along. Yeah, we can't sit here and fiddle faddle. You've got right. a question for the day. Well, and you know, and it has something to do with TV because when you're watching TV, they're always talking about get your flu shot, get your flu shot. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is kind of early in the flu season, I think. I wait a little bit later. Yeah, well, I think the flu season actually starts January, February, and March. Mm-hmm. March could be the worst time for it. Mm-hmm. Well, the flu vaccination. Only lasts six months maximum. It doesn't. It takes. It takes about six, three to six weeks six to, to go into what a you play, call, yeah. right? To get effective, right. and it only lasts for six months. So mm-hmm. if you do it now mm-hmm. in early October, there's a good chance that it won't be effective well, when now, you need it. Wasn't last year where the, the all the shots, ninety percent of the shots they gave out had no effect on any of the flu that came yeah, out? Am wrong, I right? They gave out the wrong kind. Yes, yeah, they did. It was nutty. So I, what's the best time for flu shots? I think November 1st. That's right. about when I shoot right. for. How about okay. you? November. What do you do? My birthday, November 20th. That's right around there. Yeah. I think that's a good time. Yeah. Get it over before Christmas hits mm-hmm. and the holidays and people mm-hmm. are out and everybody's starting to get a cold or the sneezing. And yeah. And by the way, my daughter got a flu shot the other day down in mm-hmm. Alabama and she said it made her sick. And I said, no, it didn't. They don't use live viruses anymore. Those days are over. I've only gotten sick one time from a flu shot. I mean, you're telling me now I, I didn't, but I did or something. <laughs> anyway, or I got I ate something bad right after I got the flu shot. Well, remember before they used to they used to put it in an, in an egg mm-hmm. and take it. They don't do that anymore. Okay, um, I got a question for you. Okay, you ready? Yeah. As you get older, do you find that you have more or fewer friends? Uh, and, and the reason I ask that is because I, sometimes I think as you get older, you find out as you retire or something that a lot of people you thought were friends were merely business associates. Yeah, I would agree. So yeah. do you have more or less friends as you get less. older? Is it because you don't see them as often yeah. or is it because you don't drink uh, as much? <laughs> When did that start? I don't. You don't don't stay out all night. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. But I I don't. I don't. And now makes me wonder. The reason I ask that it makes me wonder as you get older is if did you did you judge wrong how many friends you really had. I don't think so. I, you know, uh, there are or different, friends there are different fade kinds away. of friends. There are different kinds of friends. There's those friends you can depend on for everything, and you'll mm-hmm. go to your grave loving them, and they'll be there for you, like mm-hmm. you, Bob. Mm-hmm. And then they're just acquaintances, but they're friends. You know, you run into them and say, hey, buddy. You're not going to be able to borrow any money from them. No. no. I would Hey, don't ask me for any money. I'm not that kind of a friend. <laughs> 
Okay, let's move All along. Right. All right, tell everybody what the topic of the day is, and you've got a sponsor. Yes, I do. The topic is who was Confucius? Was it a real person? I remember that from school. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about Powell Auction Realty Company. They are, uh, at, since 1972, they've specialized in selling assets to public auction. They're the industry leader in selling real estate, automobiles, equipment, firearms, coins, and estates and, and antiques. With over 46 years of experience in organizing, marketing, and conducting successful auctions, Powell's become a trusted expert in the industry. Clients are offered a full range of services, including auctions, traditional property listings, appraisals. Powell Auction and Realty have developed a tailored its experience to make it work just for you. They build a superior reputation of professionalism and integrity. Boy, those are big words, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. No, can't but they not But they not only want to earn your business, but in addition to your trust, respect, and friendship, not only are you a client, you're a partner. They will make you money. So whether you're a seller or a buyer, each Powell Auction will surpass all expectations. Always like it when they're going through the lot out there. You know, they've got yeah. the farm equipment. They've got, and they've got that mobile auction truck. Yeah, they'll, 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 yeah, they and, take it out there in the back. Yeah, and they're standing up there and they're going. <laughs> <laughs> These people walk along beside it. Oh, oh, oh! I like, I like auctions myself. He's like people yelling stuff. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Pal Realty and Auction. Let me let me give you their phone number. Here. Complete this completely. <laughs> It's 865-938-3403. Okay? There's no finer people than uh, than Howard Phillips and Barbara's wife and Kenny and that group out there. What's, her, what's Kenny's wife's name? Mm, boy, you're putting pressure yeah, on me Yeah, I know. I can never think of that. Good people, though. Yeah, hey, you know, when I was growing up and, uh, and Ed was growing up, we always heard these crazy sayings called Confucius Say, and we always made fun of them and so forth. And I started thinking, well, is Confucius a real person? And so I put this as a topic of today, and Ed probably went, Oh, brother. But anyway, (laughs) uh, Confucius lived 2,500 years ago, and it was the philosophy of Confucius that was so outstanding. It was called Mm Confuciusism, and uh, he emphasized personal and governmental morality and correctness of social relationships, justice, and sincerity. This was an interesting topic for me to get into. I read a lot of this, like I say, 2,500 years ago, long before Christ. He championed strong family loyalty, um, respect of elders by their children, and husbands by their wives, Mm -hmm. recommending family as a basis for the way government should be uh, made. And he, he came up with this. Do not unto others what you do not want done to yourself. The golden rule. It is. It's a different version of the golden rule long before the Bible was ever written. Mm-hmm. He said this 2,500 years ago. Mm. And uh, he's widely considered as one of the most important and influential individuals in shaping human history. Isn't that crazy? It is. Now, I haven't read the serious parts that he has come up with. Mm -hmm. Is there a book? There's a lot of stuff on this guy. Of course, he was in China. He was born September 28, 551 B.C. And, um, you know, sometimes we always take ourselves for granted as living in the most important time of life on earth. Mm-hmm. Or life period, okay, 
And then we'd often forget that 2,500 years ago, somebody lived that professed you should government the government should be like a family. It should you should respect your elders. There should be loyalty. This is something from 2,500 years ago, and it just sometimes we get so wrapped up in ourselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was in politics. He, the only, I think, he was he was appointed to a minor position of governor of a town. Doesn't sound too minor mm-hmm. to me. But uh, you know, he wanted uh, walls to be torn down around China so that people could live together. It, it's just kind of crazy. I mean, this guy really believed in family and people. So, um, so it, it, he only had one name, right? I do, yeah, it doesn't say his name was like Bobby Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember in elementary school, especially, you know, you had all these fun things. Yeah, and they would you would write it on the write it up on the the board and yes. all that. Man who leap off cliff jumped to conclusion. <laughs> But yeah, I started with Confucius say. Yeah. That's the way we did it as a That's kid. Right. And it's, I'm sure it's not politically correct, yeah. right? Man who cuts self while shaving lose face. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are not so. <laughs> well, usually they were not something we can say on. Yeah. Well, we can't yeah. say on the radio, but we're not on the radio. We can say what we want to. No, that's true. Man who fart in church. <laughs> Sit, sit, and own. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's probably some truth in that. How about this one? Man who sleep on bed of nails is holy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, so, so, folks, if you're listening to this, you, maybe you remember those Confucius say jokes. But we also wanted to just kind of glance at who this guy was. He died at the age of 71 or 72 from natural causes. Uh, he lost his son, and some of his uh, favorite disciples were killed before him. But uh, he seemed to be a, a guy that uh, was out about trying to make the world a better place. Confucius' political thought was based on ethical thought. He argued that the best government is one that rules through uh, people's natural morality. He did not like um, laws mm-hmm. because they... They didn't change or adapt to every situation. He preferred best to have what the um, neighborhood or the city or the society felt was right or wrong. And so it was constantly adjusting. I don't know how you decide what it was. You may have a different opinion. Well, no, I think that's probably true. And it could be true now because when you go in front of the Supreme Court and argue, you're arguing about... It, well, that's not true. the way it was when the Constitution was written. You're more arguing more like it was. We now. do. I, I guess that's true. You know, sometimes things change. But he he did not like stringent laws that just never adapted to what really was going on in the world today. So anyway, there's Confucius, the funny part and the serious part. <laughs> and and I hope you enjoyed that. And and I would. Urge you to look up more details on him. Tell everybody what's coming up, Ed, and then I got a sponsor. All right, coming up, we got our mailbox. Got a couple of nice letters pulled out here that we're going to talk about and do a little research on, so that's going to be fun. So uh, there you go. All right, coming up October 25th, Lanco is a band. They're coming to the Cotton Eye Joe. Woo-hoo! 
Yes, sir, Bob. And right now, you can get advanced tickets for only $20. Don't wait till day of the show because, you know what, they'll cost more. It's uh-huh. kind of crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. So save yourself some money and plan on seeing Landco. There will be at the Cotton Eye Joe down there off Level Road. Advanced tickets only $20. you got to be 18 years of age and older and get out there and see Chuck and all the great guys uh, at the Cotton Eye Joe. We'll see you and see Landco on October 25th. All right? All right. Let's get busy here. What we got? All right. Here we go. You ready? I am ready. The mailbox is open. Amanda from Carnes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm concerned about letting my children go trick-or-treating, but it was a wonderful experience when I was a child. What's the best way to make your kids safe, Amanda says? You know, uh, it's odd. About how many years ago? 20, 25, 30 years ago. I mean, when we were kids, we had a great time going out and trick-or-treating. Then about 20 years ago, people putting razor blades and in, in apples and laxatives and food and crazy stuff and yeah. trying to harm children. It was yeah. just, it, you remember the time, I don't think they do anymore, where hospital emergency rooms would x-ray your candy? Exactly. How sick is exactly. that? Exactly. What kind of sick society exactly. has to do, has to x-ray kids mm-hmm. trick-or-treat mm-hmm. candies to see if there's a razor blade or something mm-hmm. bad in them? Well, I think that's what killed the door-to-door trick-or-treating because I don't see it much anymore. You know, I have, I have not had a trick or treater at my door, uh, probably ever. <laughs> Wait, that's a pretty big statement. Yeah, it is. Ever. ever, ever, from Hardin Valley to where I live now, I have uh-huh. never. Well, Hardin Valley, you could, nobody walk up that driveway. Mm-hmm. But I just no such thing. You know? I've had a different experience. You know, we live in Los Angeles. We went all out in our yard. We had a wrecked well, car. We had we had smoke. We had sound effects. We had. Everything tombstones. We, oh, every oh, we had twenty, thirty different tombstones, and and we would have honestly, you won't believe this. It would be lined up around the corner. We had over eight hundred and fifty trick or treaters. What'd you give out? What was the well? I, gave, I would give out like a candy bar. We'd have those uh, candy bar big ones of uh, Milky Way or stuff like that. Everybody got one, and but I. I would go to the store sometimes. I mean, I'd go back to the grocery store three times in a night. What? Because it, it, it got nutty. 800. Wow. Eight, and so now here's the other thing. Where I live now, I don't think we had any trick-or-treaters last year, like you mm-hmm. said. And we maybe had 10 in the last three or four years. Now, in my son's neighborhood, on the other side of Westland, in what's called the New Westmoreland, mm-hmm. you have trick-or-treaters that come from... The other side of town. Oh. And it's actually lined up on both sides of the street. There's only one lane you can go down, and there are literally thousands of kids walking through his neighborhood. Wow. That's some serious trick or But they don't live there. Yeah. My my brother in in Virginia, he does something similar. He sets a tent out at the end of the driveway, Mm -hmm. not a closed tent, but just a tarp over the top, and he'll sit out there and give out the trick or treat prizes and things and they don't have to go to the door and they don't have to do all that but i mean it's it's like that i mean just hundreds of kids walking the streets and they have the trunk or treat too is yeah, that at churches yeah shopping centers and i think one of the malls used to do that you could go in the stores but i don't see that and then some churches have taken offense to trick or to halloween saying it's the devil's celebration so which what? is a little bit too reaching too far for me and then they turned into something else to give out candy. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Halloween as a kid, and I hate that we, my grandkids don't. I mean, I think you, you ought to be able to enjoy that and quit making it. 
I don't know. Just be careful, I guess, is the answer to what the lady said. Well, when when uh, my kids were growing up, we always went to their grandparents mm-hmm. and let them trick or treat. Go to people's there. houses, you know. So, yeah, you just you would drive around and you mm-hmm. go see your aunts and uncles or your friends, and you and get better candy there. That's right. And they say, <laughs> "Is that Abby? Hi, Kevin. <laughs> oh, you scared me. <laughs> That's right. All right, move along. Hey, what else you got? All right. <laughs> Bessie from Solway. Oh, I bet this is going to be good. When is the Solway intersection going to be improved and fixed? You know, somebody mentioned that to me the other day. They said, wasn't that supposed to be done last year? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, well. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with Pillsbury Parkway, Oak Ridge Highway coming into Solway there, you can't get from, if you're coming out of Oak Ridge on Solway, I mean through Solway, mm-hmm. you can't get to really Oak Ridge Highway. Well, no, you can. You can't get to. You, there's no you, way to cross over to the left. You can't go to. You, yeah, there's. A, well, no, you can't go from Oak Ridge Highway to to uh, Mississippi. Yeah, but you can't That's get from. You can't get. You can't yeah. get from Oak Ridge Highway. I mean, from. Well, I mean, maybe you're right, but yeah. my point is this: yeah. they're going to build a road that goes up underneath. Right. So that you can get around, and you don't have to take your life in your own hands every time you cross the road there. But they said they were going to start that last year, and I could yeah. not. Ed, I searched everywhere oh, online. Not, I couldn't a, find any good. information mm-hmm. of any scheduling of when this is going to be done, and it's extremely dangerous. I mean, many people have died right there. Yeah, it's. I don't think it'll be done anytime soon. You know, I'm a little disappointed in Governor Lee. Because I don't think he's done this highway stuff that he said he was going to do. Well, what's a holdup? I don't know. I mean, I seriously don't know. But it, it's, you know, when he was running for governor, he was doing all, making all kinds of promises. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I think he's just gone back to the farm. I don't think he thought he was going to win, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Don't, don't tell anybody that. I don't think he ever thought he was going to win. Oh, Oops. And he was going to be like appointed the, you know, the, the, the this something of agriculture. Uh-huh. And he, he thought it would be Randy Boyd or something. And then. He won. And then he won. It's like, whoop. Wah. Oh. So well, he needs to get some help because uh, it's not happening. Well, the Ed and Bob group, can, we can come over there and be the ministers of something. There you go. All right, there let's let's get out of here. we got to get into some other things. We've got complaints coming up. Uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show. And tell everybody what's coming up next show, Ed. Voodoo. Ooh, is it real? Do people really use voodoo? <laughs> oh, no, it should be. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right, you got a complaint, Ed? Yes, I do. What is it? I think Knoxville City is becoming very socialist. Could be. Uh, I think the people who are on city council, uh, and, I, and a prime example uh, is voting to have the mayor stop gun shows. I mean, that's just the start. And, and the people who are on city council seem... They don't seem to be conservative. They don't seem to be what we've had before. I don't see how you stop uh, renting out a facility. It's it's they're not shooting guns. They're no. selling them, and it's a. I mean, I guess they can if it's city owned, but I honestly didn't see it posing a danger. And I think that'll be challenged in court. Um, what's your gut feeling on that? Oh, I I would say so. I, it it. But I think this is a trend that I don't like. I just don't. I don't. Th- Knoxville is not. You know, the people who are getting elected to office, mm-hmm. by, and and knowing them, mm-hmm. I know who they are, yeah. and I know what they believe in, mm-hmm. and it's not exactly what I believe in. Exactly, and it's well, ninety percent of the people aren't voting. 
That's our first problem. Ninety percent of the people who really, a lot of those people are great people, and they don't vote. And I don't understand that. You're good people out there, and you don't vote, and you let ten percent of the people that are out a little socialist, and they're they're out there to hand out government money, and they're controlling your government. And are you okay with that? I, I just I, I don't. I, and and they're dictating morality. Exactly. There you go. And I'm uncomfortable with that. I am too. And uh, listen, if you rent a place out, there shouldn't be some kind of catch on who you can or can't rent it to. I don't see how you could do that. Well, Either you're going to quit renting it, or you can't say, "Well, no, you don't prove you." Uh, now, you know, and, and it goes back to the same thing. You know, having a gun show or a knife show or a reptile show or any type of a show like that is just exactly what it is. It's a show. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're going to go there, get a gun, and shoot somebody. That's mm-hmm. not it at all. It's, you know, people like me that like to look at these old guns and say, wow, look at that. You know, it's it's that's what it's about. A lot of people just like to go through and walk around. And collectors buy them and, yeah. and, and, and things like that. But it's not a... I don't think, and I think they're making a statement against shootings. I think mass shootings in particular. But I don't think that's, that's not a place to do that. No, I don't think so. Renting out the. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, let's get to my complaint, okay? Okay. Uh, October 12th, uh, with, you know, here we are mid October. October 12th was National Stop Bullying Day. And uh, my question is, what can we do? Or complain is the bullies, first of all, what can we do about it? Um, bullying is still a huge problem. Absolutely. And um, I dare say both of us have had um, friends or relatives or ch- grandchildren or children or whatever that have been bullied. And uh, let's just see. If I, I had some notes in here about bullying. But um, one of the things I really thought about is, oh, here it is, on bullying. Very often, you can look at a bully and take a look at their parents. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a learned behavior to bully others. Bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior among school-age children that involves real or perceived power and balance. But I dare say that it's more than that. Bullying can be into the uh, office. Oh, absolutely. Adult bullies. Yeah, bosses. You and I have met bullies in government uh-huh. that think it's their way or the highway, uh-huh. buddy. And then they get all flustered when you don't agree with them. Uh-huh. Um, bullying is a real problem, but uh, social bullying, physical bullying, uh, verbal bullying. And you, you, I try to give everybody respect on whatever they're talking about. I'm not perfect or anything, but what I'm saying is... We all need to learn to quit trying to uh, bully people to do things. And it, and I, I just think a lot of kids will look at their parents and they turn into bullies by seeing their parents do it or their dad do it or people around them do it or it could be some of their friends. Mm. Or it could be other children. It it could, could, that's it what I'm could saying. Be it could be their friends. I, I don't think there's anyone that listens to us that has a grandchild or a child that has not that, that they have not been bullied i think you're right i mean it just it happens it, it's almost like a rite of passage you're right when exactly. i was a kid it was going to happen uh i'll give you an example um and this was in high school 
there was a guy who sat in the row next to me who, would, when the teacher wasn't looking, would take his pencil, stick it in my knee, and pop it. And the lead would be in my knee. Mm-hmm. And it just went on every day and day. And finally, I got tired of it, and I took that American history book and swung it over there and hit him in the nose, and it bled, and I got kicked out of school. But it's it's that's the thing that you have to... You know, and that's what you got to be careful of. You got to, because parents, fathers especially, are going to say, well, stand up to him. Here, Mm -hmm. here's what you do. You do this. And And sometimes that doesn't work. That'll backfire on you. Does all, well, that was going to be my next question. Is all bullying, the only way to stop bullying, is it with violence? Well, I hope not. Well, it's got like stand up for yourself. Yeah, you know, That's punch right. that bully one time, and that'll stop That's him because right. they're afraid That's of right. it, won't That's you? Right. And also, like the Christmas story. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, but it, you know, the Christmas story that was about a bully, two bully, two kids that bullied all the time, and finally, when he stood up to him and fought him back, that stopped. Yeah. So it it that is a part of it. Of course, and, it can escalate there. <laughs> anyway, I, I guess what I'm saying is, let's don't put that on the back burner. Um, bullying is a serious problem, and it's one of the worst things, especially, you know, you got this cyberbullying, where people have committed suicide. Young kids have committed suicide over being cyberbullied. And I just don't want us to ever not keep that uh, discussion going. So, all right. Who gets bullied the most, boys or girls? Uh, you know, in a crazy way, you know, my son, Jake, did a, 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 an episode of uh, with, Without It. Trace, um, where he got bullied, and they tried to commit suicide, and it played in front of Congress, and uh, it was talking about girls bullying more than boys, really, mm-hmm. and that there's those cat kind of things, and girls get together, uh, but I don't know. I, I have no stats to back that up with, but... Um, <clears throat> It's a terrible thing to be bullied. And it's hard for parents to stop it because what mm-hmm. do you do? Do you take your child out of school? One child, one lady in South Carolina went in the school, called out the kids that was bullying her child, and, and got them right there in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't work because then the school got after her. You can't go mm-hmm. in the classroom and do that. And a lot so. of people that are bullied, their only retaliation is then they bully somebody else. Right. I don't, yeah. It kind of goes, it's like, it's like, People who have horses mm-hmm. know what I'm about to say. It's called pecking order mm-hmm. because horses bully each other. Really? It's a, oh yeah, it's a pecking order. The horse on top will peck the one, will bite at the one below that, and it, and it just kind of goes down. And it's it's pecking order. Wow, that's the way it works. Well, I guess we need to make this a topic one day, yeah, you know, because so we could too. talk about it for a long okay. time. All right, let's move along, Ed. Tell everybody how they can listen to our show. Well, you can go online at the Ed and Bob Show or at edandbob.com. Go to edandbob.com. The Ed and Bob Show is available right there. And download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on Alexa in your Alexa skill settings. Enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you, what do you want to hear? Tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob show. You can also tell her to turn out the lights or whatever else you want. <laughs> turn out the lights, Irene. Hey, if you want to comment, go to our comment section there at edandbob.com. Email us. We love that. Edandbob at yahoo.com. And uh, follow us around. Ed and Bob Knox on Twitter. Ed Brantley on Twitter. And Bob Thomas Knox on Twitter. Facebook, we're there. Facebook.com mm-hmm. slash Ed and Bob. Uh, we do want to have a shout-out here to Scott Whitaker. Uh, Chef Scott Whitaker is now a faithful listener. We appreciate that. Also, uh, Kent... Um, 
Ledbetter wrote us and said, we were talking about glass. The city Recycling? of Knoxville yeah. won't take it in those recycle bins anymore, but you can take it to their locations. They're still taking it at their locations. Mm-hmm. So okay. there you go. You got anything else you want to shout out or complain well, about? Would you like to apologize to anybody? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next show, Ed? Boo-doo! I'm scared to talk about that. See you next time. Okay. I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sun shining up to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kid